This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 275, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to the Hellraiser. Yes, he is back and today's episode is a first, a rock and roll English first, meaning the first time we do something because normally I speak to the Hellraiser, Boom Boom Cannon, Dan the Man on the internet. I'm at my house, they are at their houses. We speak on the internet, microphones, all of this. But in today's episode, I spoke to the Hellraiser in person in our hometown of Chelmsford under a tree, a very romantic podcast. So for this reason, the audio is not top quality, not as high as I like it, but still not bad. And as it was a quite spur of the moment thing, nice vocabulary there, spur of the moment, didn't think about it, didn't plan anything, the Hellraiser and I just had a nice chat, two old friends having a chat in the park under a tree. What more do you want from life than that? And we spoke about many things such as personal hygiene, dogs, the Pope Mobile, which is the kind of car, I suppose, the Pope goes around in. Hand jobs, if you don't know what they are, you will find out. And Baby R&R even makes her first appearance on the podcast. So I hope you enjoy the episode. I personally think you will either love or hate this episode. There will be nothing in between. So let's hope it's love. Anyway, I will talk to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today? Wonderful, how are you doing? Always fantastic, Hellraiser, even more fantastic. We are recording this podcast, sitting by a tree, looking at a lake. This could not be more romantic, could it? it it's pretty special. I think it's the most romantic one we've done. It's, the most in-nature one we've done as well. Surrounded by trees, you've pushed your daughter just into, over there into a bush <laughs> so that she can sleep easy, which is nice. Good parenting. Um, just so the listeners know, baby R&R is about two metres away from us, not in a bush, under a tree, some nice shade, with this crazy sun we've had um, in the UK. It's been mental, hasn't it? I've just come back from South Sudan, so it's, <laughs> it's just it's normal. It's okay. That, to be honest, has been what my response to everyone. That's just British people just fucking freak the shit out, don't they? They just can't handle it. If there's one thing that British people like, and this podcast is pretty indicative of that, is a moan. (laughs) Uh, Anything, anything. Trains, feet, too many ants, (laughs) anything. Um, Yeah, speaking of that, when I was doing my training course recently in Cambridge, um, the guy there said... Oh, like, yeah, the trains in the UK don't work very well. So if you're traveling back to another country, be sure to check because trains in this country are a nightmare. And I was thinking, you know, I lived in Sicily and the trains there in comparison to what we have here, but people still moan. I know. Yeah, I know. It's just the British disease. I don't think it's going anywhere. It's just mm. got to get used to it. Well, and with the weather, it's people moan 
about the shit weather and then we have a few days where it is hot like in the rest of europe mm -hmm. and everyone's moaning yeah um my brother's kids school was cancelled because it was hot wow that is mental isn't it wow and they cancelled it the day before not even on the day to see you know let's see what the situation is just because people were so scared they said we're gonna have to cancel this that's wild absolutely wild but um another thing of note hellraiser obviously we're sitting quite close is that for the first time ever you smell very nice and you as i said to you when we met actually smell like you've had a wash thanks yeah no, i'm i'm getting in the practice of uh, washing at least once a day <laughs> uh i think it's working out all right thanks for noticing i think it's a very good habit to yeah. have have i what, what did i used to smell like just like just interest. that you had been tobacco. Sort of tobacco been sleeping on the street for the last couple of weeks right right kind of vibe sometimes that was true but um have you got like some aftershaves and stuff anything like that yeah might have a little bit on <laughs> well i knew i was meeting up with you we hadn't seen each other for a while <laughs> i don't actually wear aftershave anymore because i kind of think my thought process in the past was um if i wear aftershave then women will be attracted to me um and... more attracted to you <laughs> yeah more attracted than they obviously already were Ah. Um, and then once I finally found a woman, I just thought, what's the point? It's expensive, isn't it? it just get rid of it. So, so you're just giving up? <laughs> just, just giving up, let myself go. You have, actually. Say. You're looking pretty disheveled. Uh, comparing me and you, I mean, yeah, you, it's free to head. You've got your beard nicely trimmed as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, actually quite impressed here, Hellraiser. Um, but so here we are in our in our hometown. You know, other times we've recorded podcasts. Most of the times, I was in Sicily. You were in South Sudan or Uganda, and now here we are next to each other. Is this the first one we've actually done together in person? In person, I mean, it is, isn't it? In person podcasts. I think I've only actually done about two or three in the whole two hundred and seventy five episodes I'm not sure if that number's correct and i don't generally like the in-person ones because there's too much pressure when the microphone's normally there but now i've got these wireless ones and we're out in the wild i'm just jamming it ad-libbing living a cappella exactly now wild podcasting now now it's much better so t talking of our hometown hellraiser yeah because obviously same as me Obviously, you live abroad. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts when you come back? Because one thing I've noticed, which I absolutely hate, is when it's hot, people go around with no top on, like men. That why do they do men, that? Isn't it? That's a problem. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If women did it, wouldn't yeah. it be a problem. <laughs> let's. All I'm saying is, let's just even things out, okay? Um, so so men, men in bikinis. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm just saying, if men go around with no top on, then I think women should do the same to make it fair. Absolutely. Equality. Equality, that's what we're all about. That's yeah. what we're all about. Yeah, that is, it's not good, is it? No. It's not good when you see just some fat, red, <laughs> English bastard. <laughs> this is where we had a mini emergency. Well, just for the, uh, for the listeners, we've got, a, we've got a stray wasp. That was wasp. 
Going around baby R&R. &R. I think it's okay now. It's in there, Mark, on the side. It's gone. Still there? No, no, it's gone, it's gone. Just a minor bit of danger. Don't worry, that's what we're all about here. The Rock and oh. Roll English podcast. Wasps, whatever kind of danger you're after, so, we got it. Sorry about that. Obviously, I just... It was a kind of life or death kind of thing there. They handled that really well. There was, you know, eagle eye. Jumped in to save my daughter's life uh, and just about made it. I became the hero, sure. Um, although, yet again, I am wearing no shoes and these acorns that have come from the tree cause quite a lot of pain to my feet. So it was like basically running on fire to get there, running on glass and for, nails. Running yeah. on glass and nails, but I still nails did there. I still got there and um, saved my daughter. But um, speaking of these acorns, yeah, I, I was quite worried a squirrel was going to jump at us. Um, but... Yeah, it's, well, it was a concern of mine too. Uh, in, in fact, this. Do in... you want to go inside? Oh. Is it? You're all right? Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying the wild, man. Because over in that lake, which is just for the listeners, it's about, I don't know, 10 meters away. There could be some fish. <laughs> Just all animals I, d I don't like. In fact, I was there's thinking... There's a spider in your hair, by the way. Oh, God. Just I mean, joking. I'm joking. There's lots of stuff, I think, in my hair. <laughs> this is great. There's a, there's a nest in there. Um, I was thinking how it's this very park that we're in where I think I uh, developed... Got your first hand job? <laughs> uh, hand job being... So when a, a girl touches your penis... Well, except that, um, <laughs> where I developed my fear of dogs because I was mm. I spent lots of my childhood in this park and most of that time being chased by dogs. Um, and We've not seen any though, have we today? No, but I've noticed they do seem to be better behaved now, dogs, than they were in the past. A bit more feral. Yeah, exactly. But. Well, that is good news for you and dog haters everywhere. Yeah. In Jumpsford. There's, there's one coming here. Look, let's see if that one goes well, for you. There's... Oh, and there's someone in a Pokemobile. <laughs> Two people, Two actually. Two people in a covered golf cart. <laughs> Looks very much like the Pokemobile. That is wild. I don't think that's the actual name of that, is it? The Pokemobile? What else is it called? <laughs> the thing that the Pope rides around in. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to take a picture of this so we can actually so, yeah do it show people they're getting away not very fast <laughs> did you get it got it so just to clarify that was two old people going around the park in well what the Hellraiser described as a Pope mobile the thing the pope drives around in remember to follow me on social media because i will post the picture that i took in my instagram stories so follow that on monday but let's get back to the conversation but what about the people here hellraiser do you think they're friendly like friendlier than people that you have come across on your travels what, specifically in Chelmsford? Or yeah. you mean... We're talking about our hometown. Our hometown. Yeah. Not just hometowns in general, because... No, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I got that bit. No, okay. I thought you meant British people or uh, Chelmsfordians. Yeah. So, yeah, Chelmsfordians, I'm... I don't... I wouldn't... If I came here on holiday, I wouldn't write a postcard home saying <laughs> Chelmsfordians are really fucking friendly people and welcoming. 
I don't think so. Well, I think it's just because once you know people, there's just that community spirit. Um, for example, like the road I live down, my, my brother told me a story as well the other day. Um, so he said that a neighbour who's in his 90s, who lives on his own, he's blind, okay? Yeah. Um, but he is really proud of putting his bins out, okay? So here in the UK, you've either got to put the black bin out or the brown bin, yeah? And my brother said he was looking out the window and he saw this neighbour and he was obviously a bit lost because obviously he's blind. Like, I think he, I'm not, I'm not sure how it works. There's a difference in the colour, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's got something that tells him about the colours. So yeah. anyway, he'd been standing. Oh shit, was that a squirrel? <laughs> uh, he'd been standing in the same uh, place for about 20 minutes. So my brother went out and said, like, are you okay? And then he said, like, no, I'm lost. Oh. Like, Help me. Um, and, and he said he was quite shaken up by the experience. Um, but, and so my brother helped him, brought him back to the house. And then my brother said, just as he was leaving, he looked and he went, oh, I'm really sorry to tell you, but you put the wrong bin out. <laughs> you, you put the black bin out in its brown bin today. He said he was devastated. That was worse than like getting lost and everything. My brother said, don't worry, I'll, I'll sort it out for you. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? When you get but that's what I mean. Pride in, in complete bullshit <laughs> about just about, about nothing about the bins, about the fucking bins. Um, I I take pride in the bins. I think it's one of the only manly things that I do. Well, you just you just saved your daughter from a, a killer wasp. <laughs> that's also true. Speaking of my daughter, oh. Okay, so here, baby R and R woke up, so I had to stand up push the pram around notice the word pram there there are actually lots of words for that push chair in america they call it a stroller but so i just pushed her around hoping she would fall back to sleep let's see how it went she's asleep already she's ready to sleep within five seconds of pushing around because i'm such a great parent hellraiser I know. Have you thought about giving parenting classes in addition to the podcast? Uh, have not Leaving, thought about Leave that. your daughter parked in a bush so she uh, doesn't get the sun. Yeah, I, I did that as well. But um, generally, I'm a, a bit of a disaster. Generally, Mrs. R&R leaves her with me for like 10 seconds. So, in fact, the other day, she said, can you look after her just for a minute? I just need to go to the toilet and I said yeah yeah sure and then before I knew it she had her hands in Mrs R&R's facial cream that cost about 50 pounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah she she was not happy put it that way it's good getting into a good skincare regime at a young age <laughs> exactly I think that's all she was trying to do is she so how, how are you finding fatherhood um tiring i suppose yeah yeah i mean you, you do look like shit <laughs> you, it's the second time you said that um but you know what i'm also going to say fantastic i think everyone only talks about the bad things about kids don't they if you say to someone how is it i think because no one cares do they if you if you ask me how how is being a father and i say it's the most beautiful thing in the world like i look into her eyes in the yeah. morning then you're going to think i'm a dickhead no i'd love that <laughs> 
You know I'm a romantic. <laughs> I, I don't think that's the case. So what everyone does is they talk about all the shit things and say, in fact, when we met up earlier, I told you how I only slept four hours last night, which is true. You said you were thinking of just putting him up for adoption. <laughs> that is absolute bollocks. <laughs> if Mrs. Uh, no, if Baby R and R ever listens to this when she's older, hopefully she will. Then I just want to tell her that that is absolutely not true. And also Mrs. R and R, if she's listening, also it's not true. This would be a nice time capsule for her, though, won't it? Exactly. That's the thing, Hellraiser. It stays there forever. Yeah, exactly. So baby R&R obviously woke up again. I obviously tried to push her around again. Not, you know, physically. She was inside the pram. I pushed the pram around, hoping she would fall asleep again. So let's see what happened this time. Sleeping again. So she's looking a bit more moody this time. I take a few more pushes. She's just being quiet, though, isn't she? Does she like what is she? quiet at the moment? Right. Well, I think she's up for now. But let's give her some time to wake up. Yeah. Give her some time to just to settle in. To look at you and realise that you're not a an animal, a beast. Yeah. Even though you do quite look like one. She the does. Shave will help. Yeah. She does love animals, though. Well, that's um, good. Which is a bit of a nightmare because. Uh, if we take her to like a farm and stuff, um, she likes to feed them and I don't like to be that close. I've seen many of these sheep and whatever they are um, actually cows. lick her. Yeah, cows. Not very good of animals. <laughs> Naming them. <laughs> no, like or... sheep and cows, you know, they're the big ones. I know them. But when it's like, like alpaca and all this shit. Did you go to an alpaca farm? Well, there was an alpaca there. It was a zoo. Um, and then there's, right. there's there's all of these other weird animals at the zoo, and I haven't got a fucking clue what any of them are. What are the lizards? You up for those? Oh, you can hold a lizard. But I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at the zoo, I mean. Oh, right. I thought it was just like a statement. Um, Colchester Zoo, about half hour from here, is a bloody good day out, Hellraiser. Yeah? If you're asking, we have a family pass, so we can go whenever we want. Could I be down as one of your children? <laughs> Maybe you can be Mrs. R&R. In fact, um, my mum does this with us quite a lot because they don't really check. You just give them the pass. How many people is it for? Well, in reality, I've got one. Mrs. R&R's got one. And baby R&R doesn't need one because she's too young. Yeah. Um, but they don't check. But there's always the risk that they do check. That is a that is a and, and that would be I'm, embarrassing, wouldn't it? Going all the way to Colchester <laughs> and getting turned away from the zoo. <laughs> it would be, but my mum doesn't care about that. When no. I was a child as well, we would go somewhere and it would be like under fives don't pay, and I was about fourteen, and she would say, "Yeah, he's under five. The Hellraiser's audio went a bit bad here, as you'll hear but he responded to my comment you had a full beard then like hair on your face obviously meaning when i was 14. Yeah, also had a full beard when i was actually five. under five <laughs> when i was four and i think from this laughing baby r and r let's say woke up permanently that's uncle hellraiser lara hey ben lara <laughs> Uh, 
Uncle Hellraiser. That sounds good, doesn't it? That was also the first time that Baby R&R met Uncle Hellraiser. And I think maybe for some reason she quite liked him. But this conversation with Baby R&R will continue in the members area because, again, whilst we were under a tree, it was quite difficult to keep track of time. So if you want to listen to that, remember, when I do this, membership will always be open for the next 48 hours. So speaking of the vocab from today, again, it was quite difficult to pinpoint vocab whilst sitting under a tree. But if you go back and listen, you'll hear various different things. So the word heat wave, there was a heat wave in the UK, I think quite explanatory. So just a wave of heat. So it means it's something short, which in the UK it always is. But maybe even if you live in a hot country, maybe there's a few days where it's really, really hot. That is a heat wave. I also mentioned to the Hellraiser how I've let myself go now that I have met Mrs. R&R. So when you let yourself go, you don't care anymore. You just eat what you want. You don't dress well. Your hair is a disgusting mess. You let yourself go. And speaking of that, the Hellraiser said I was looking quite dishevelled. So when you look dishevelled, it's kind of the same thing, a bit of a mess, really, especially your hair, your face. Oh, you look so dishevelled. And the Hellraiser said he is streets ahead. So when you are streets ahead, you are much ahead. You're winning the race, winning the competition of who looks tidier. And I think the Hellraiser actually was. So I really think I need to have a good look at myself in the mirror now that the Hellraiser is streets ahead of me in personal hygiene and general look. Um, I mentioned how if women went around with no tops on, it would even things out. It would make things equal. Although I want to underline here, obviously I was joking. I think everyone in public should wear clothes on the bottom half and the top. I don't think that's asking too much, is it? We also had the term shaken up when I mentioned the blind man that my brother helped was quite shaken up by the experience. So you're quite scared by something and it affects you later. The Hellraiser mentioned feral dogs. So a feral dog is a dog that's actually scared of humans, which is the kind of direct opposite of me, I suppose. And we spoke about getting turned away from the zoo. Now, this term is very often used before you are 18 in the UK when you try to go to a pub and you get turned away because they say, no, you're not 18, go home. That's getting turned away. And that was about it. So thanks everyone for listening. I will speak to you all very soon. I do have a special episode up my sleeve, which will probably be out next week. If not, I will talk to you in two weeks. Remember, if you want to listen to the rest of the conversation, membership will be open for 48 hours, then closed again. So thanks a lot for listening. I will talk to you all very soon, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.